Good afternoon and welcome back to the Marcus Today End of Day podcast. My name is Henry Jennings and it is Tuesday the 29th of November. And as usual, with all the information contained in this podcast, it's general advice only. So please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas in this podcast. All right, well, we had a better day today, a surprisingly good day considering the lead-in we had from the US markets. We actually finished the day up 24.2 points, or 0.33%, to 7,253.3. We opened at 72.31.9, had a high of 72.53.6. So we closed pretty much on our high today, a low of just over 7,200, 7,200.9. So it was a pretty good rally today after the initial falls. Uh, predicated really on the back of uh, iron ore driving the uh, big miners higher. We did see iron ore in Singapore up over $100 US a tonne. And we also saw stability return to China after a weekend of protests. It seems those protests didn't last that long. We're also seeing the oil price kick a little bit higher in front of the OPEC meeting this weekend. Currently got oil WTI crude up 2.1%. Brent crude up a similar amount. So it was really resources that were kind of the stars today. We had BHP up 2.1%, Fortescue up 2.2%, and Rio up 3.5%. Base metals also doing well. South 32 up just over 3%. Mineral resources up 2.36%. Linus, Malaysian election now out of the way, 2.3% better. IGO up one5 And the lithium space slightly stable well, slightly more stable today. Uh, we had Liontown up nearly 3%, Core Lithium up 1.6%, and Pilbara up 1.6% as well. So not a bad effort from the resources. Gold's not doing an awful lot, unfortunately. Northern Star down half a percent, Newcrest down 0.1%. Energy stocks a little bit on the nose, but with that oil price increasing in Asia, we may see a little bit of buying coming through. We saw Woodside down 0.4%, Santos up one1 Coal stocks down a smidge, Whitehaven down 1.8. Across to the big banks, because that's the big movers and shakers in our market at the moment, we had CBA falling 0.4%, but the other three doing well today. Look, Looks like a little bit of switching going on there. We had NABs up 0.3%, ANZ doing well up 0.8% today, and we had Westpac up 0.3%. So not doing badly there. The big bank basket rising to $188.52. Not such good news for ASX, which fell 4.7% today. Macquarie was down 0.3% as well. Insurers not doing much. In fact, industrial's not doing much generally. Telstra was down a whole cent. We had the REITs easier. Uh, Goodman Group down 1.2 and SCG. Centre Group down one7 Consumer stocks pretty boring as well. West Farmers down 0.3. Healthcare though doing well. Got a bit of a shot in the arm today with CSL up 0.8 of a percent. Now up above $300, $302.58. And Fisher and Paykel had some good numbers today. They were up 9.8% today. So all things were good in the healthcare sector. Tech not doing much with the All Tech Index that closed today. Uh, down, well, actually up 0.15 of a percent. Not too many standouts there. 
although zero was up 1%, so a little bit better there. In corporate news today, well, KFC, or CKF, as the stock code is, was dropped like a hot bucket of chicken. It was down 19.8% on its AGM comments and presentation. Seems that inflation is um, really starting to hurt a little bit. It wasn't the AGM, it was just the results. But inflation does seem to be hurting margins. Uh, The company is putting up the price of its products, but there is a certain amount of pain that the consumers are only willing to take, and they can't raise them as much because it does tend to be as a food at the lower end of the uh, economic scale. So uh, there is a a challenge in putting prices up too much. They have raised prices in January and June, and it looks like prices of your bucket of chicken is going to be going higher as we head into the cricket season. Also, a few presentations around today. CIA had a presentation. Uh, AGY, that's Argosy Minerals, that's a lithium stock. They had a presentation. Those results from Fisher and Paykel, they were up 9.8% on the back of those. Uh, Bellevue Gold was also at a WA forum. Uh, they presented there. They were up uh, 4.7% on the back of that presentation. So there was a little bit going on. In economic news, we did see also consumer confidence picking up a little bit after the budget. Uh, It rose 1.8% last week. That's its third straight weekly gain. That's according to the ANZ and Roy Morgan survey. So a little bit better on the inflation front there, or certainly on the hopes for inflation, I guess, from consumers that are seeing maybe a a little bit of a, a tempering of inflation expectations. Asian markets better today. Hong Kong doing very well, up nearly 4%. China up 3%. Japan down around 0.5% of a percent, though, at the moment. 10-year yields steady at 3.61. In the winner's enclosure today, standing on the podium with the national anthem playing, um, the winners for Grinners are FPH, which is Fisher & Paykel, which was up 9.8%. ACL, that's not a part of the body, that's Australian Clinical Labs. They were up 6.7% today, doing well. Not bad volume either, 2.2 million shares. Argosy Minerals, AGY, on the back of that presentation, was up 6.3%. PointsBet even had a good day today. PBH was up 5.8%. Maybe World Cup gambling is, uh, is helping them. Mader Group, that will probably all drop off when America gets eliminated. Mader Group, uh, MAD, was up 4.8% today. Uh, only 74,000 shares traded, and Nanosonics uh, were up 4.7% today. In the naughty corner today, the losers, we had Collins Foods, which is CKF, that's KFC to you and me. They were down 19.8%. Renescore bobbling around at the moment, RNU down 6.5%. Liberty Financial Group, they were LFG, they're down 6.2%. But before we get carried away, there was only 30,000 traded. It's not very liquid. Omni Bridgeway, which is the funder of class actions and various other court cases, OBL, was down 5.95%. And Mass Group, MGH, was down 4.9%. With Graincorp down 4.9% as well. GNC, Phineas, Fogg, uh, FCL, was down 4.8% today on 97,000 shares. In the positive sectors today, well, iron ore, banks, healthcare, lithium as well. Negative sectors, but pretty much the industrials a bit sort of wishy-washy. We had the REITs down and oil and gas down. 
as I say, that uh, those iron ore prices in Asia better. And we did see gold at the moment. In Aussie dollar terms, gold was steady at 2614. Bitcoin steady at 16,267 US dollars a fund token. The Aussie dollar banging on the door of 67 cents. 10-year yields 3.61. Japan, as I say, down 0.5. Hong Kong up 3.9. China also up 3% today. Dow futures. Currently, we have Dow futures up around 70-odd points last I looked, and NASDAQ was up 54 points. In major movers and shakers today, we had GTK up 14.9%. GTK, they had an investor presentation today. That's Track Group. Uh, They were uh, doing okay today. Uh, 869,000 shares traded. AGI, which is Ainsworth, the rival, the one-time rival, I guess, to Aristocrat, was up 9.1% today. Uh, They had their AGM. And we had uh, CCX, City Chic, was down 8.8% today. Some broker downgrades coming through for that one. Speculative stock of the day was the same as at 3 o'clock, as it was at the close, really. Speculative stock was Microba Life Sciences, which has a big handle on gut health and the, uh, the bugs that go into our guts. They were up 52.3%. MAP is the stock code there. They did a deal with Sonic, where Sonic has taken a near 20% stake in the company. Big volume as well, uh, around 4.5 million shares in MAP. Bit of a vote of confidence there. They've also got a bit of an optionality play from Sonic as well uh, to go a little higher. But um, no other speculative stocks today of any interest at all. It was very quiet out there, telling you something about the market. In the news today, in a little more detail, Sonic, as I say, acquired 19.9% in Microba, paying 17.8 million. It's also got an option to acquire an additional 5% equity. Fisher & Paykel released its half-year results for FY23, reporting a 690.6 million total operating revenue, which is an increase from 670 million guidance given in the August trading update. So good news for them. Nearmap, ASIC has granted Nearmap an extension of time by which the company must hold its AGM uh, to uh, approve that scheme of arrangement with the takeover at $2.10. Beside Nickel, Marcus's favourite stock, is doing another capital raising. Woodside, they put out their guidance today for 2023. They reviewed their corporate plan. The company's full-year capital expenditure guidance is $6 billion to $6.5. Full-year production guidance is set at $180 to $1. 90 million barrels of oil equivalent. And Blackmores today had their AGM. They expect spending on vitamins and supplements to remain resilient to economic slowdowns. Freight and supply chain costs had started to fall. Interesting. Good to see people at the coalface talking about this. Freight and supply chain costs had started to fall over the past three to four months after recent surges. In economic news today, we did get that consumer confidence number 1.8% higher. Uh, so that was good. And current financial conditions jumped five, uh, sorry, 9%. So some good news there. In Asian news today, the Chinese government's health officials are due to hold a press briefing at 6 p.m. Sydney time on the implementation of COVID prevention and control measures. 
Iron ore futures in Singapore climbing above 100 bucks a ton. And Japanese crypto company Bitfront has closed on the rapidly evolving challenges. Another one that bites the dust. Q Freddy. And uh, China did report mainland infections slightly less on Monday than they were on Sunday, and mostly asymptomatic cases as well. In US and European news, the global yield curve has inverted in a signal a recession is brewing. Let's face it, we have been talking about a recession for so long, we will talk ourselves into a recession. That's the way of things, I suspect, Uh, but certainly that is something to bear in mind. In other European news on the cards, Elon Musk has claimed that uh, Apple has threatened to remove the Twitter app from the App Store. And uh, President Zelensky said the country must prepare for new missile attacks from Russia and subsequent power cuts. And a top Fed official has warned the U.S. employment could hit 5% next year. Well, they'll be happy when that happens, won't they? Well, that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great evening.